This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Good evening, Mansfield. Nick Michaels here from Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium in Mount Vernon, Ohio, for week number nine of the high school football season and tonight's OCC matchup between the visiting T.Y. Tigers and Mansfield Senior coming in with a record of six wins, two losses, three and one in the OCC, and the host school, and I believe this is senior night uh, for Mount Vernon, the Yellow Jackets, two and six, one and three in the OCC. So tonight's matchup is a rematch of last year where the Yellow Jackets Jackets came to Ireland Field, and the Tigers won in a defensive war 17-7 in that game. So we'll see what uh, tonight brings as the Tigers are coming off a huge, impressive win over Mansfield, or excuse me, I knew I was going to say that, over Worcester, 44-16, where the Tigers had three interceptions, 21 points off of turnovers last week. Gianto O'Brien with a 35-yard pick six. And the Tigers' defense, boy, oh, boy, did they feast on that uh, general's offense last week. It was very impressive to watch. It was very impressive to watch. And uh, we'll see what happens tonight as we're already being heckled by uh, Ben May and John Davis, our wonderful uh, crew here, to help us out. (laughs) So thanks for joining us this evening, everyone. Nick Michaels on the call tonight. Should be a fun and entertaining game. I would really like to hope that we can avoid uh, any weather delays. Right now, looking at the skies, a lot of overcast, not going to lie. It looks very suspect, but let's just hope that uh, this game goes quick and we can get this game in without any delays. And might be a little wet tonight, but again, uh, hopefully the lightning stays away. The temperature is 72 degrees. We're about 24 minutes away from kickoff. We'll go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, our good friend Mr. Jake Furr will be on the broadcast with his uh, Richland County Power Bowl rankings. You're listening to the pregame show brought to you by BB Electric on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, VSPN listeners? This is Jake Furr with the Mansfield News Journal. Just wanted to run down the Richland County football power poll here real quick. we only got about three weeks left of this thing, um, and then we're going to crown a champion. So the, the race at the top is tight. So let's run down these teams real quick. Number nine, I have the Madison Rams. Uh, 0-6 this year. Uh, they, they had Mount Vernon on the ropes there for a while there in week, week eight and then kind of let it slip a little bit. Um, probably the second time they, they lost a game they probably should have won. Um, but, you know, here we are at 0-6. Uh, it could have been the, the last chance the Rams had a, had a chance of uh, winning a game here in uh, 2021. They host Lexington this week. Lex is playing really, really well. Um, and then they have Mansfield Senior in week 10 in a rivalry game at Arlen Field. So, uh, hopefully it's not a winless season coming for Madison, but um, that's that's kind of the way things are shaking out here. Number eight, we have the Ontario Warriors at two and six. Uh, two, just two bobbled snaps. Uh, the Warriors are two bobbled snaps away from being three and six right now, um, or three and five, my bad. Um, 
and, and you know, they, they fell to Galleon 7-6 to six, uh, last week. They had, you know, they, they bobbled a snap on an extra point, which took, took that away. Bobbled a snap on a field goal attempt. Um, so, I mean, just kind of a... Uh, Kind of bad, bad little karma there for the for the Warriors. But the the bright spot is that defense is really starting to play well, um, and and that offense is is coming around. Uh, I think they're you know here in a couple of years. I think that offense will be pretty pretty legit. But that defense is playing good here at the moment. They held Galleon to only seven points, uh, and the Tigers were one of the best scoring teams in the MOAC. Uh, this week, I think they can. They have a chance to get win number three. Uh, Pleasant is a very, is a struggling team. They don't throw the ball particularly well. Uh, they they run it a lot, which plays right into Ontario's defensive style. Um, they don't defend the pass very well, but they defend the run at an exceptional level. So, we'll see if the Warriors can pick up win number three. Number seven is the Lexington Minutemen at two and six. Uh, Lex. Second time this year they've they've given up a fourth quarter, maybe a second half lead. But uh, Friday night they lost to Ashland 36-34. Uh, gave up 13 points over the final two minutes of the game uh, to, to drop that one. So very, very tough uh, couple games there when they lost to Clear Fork, obviously, and then to uh, Ashland last week. Still, though, uh, Lexington's 20th in their region in the playoff picture right now, and they have two very winnable games left. They have to travel to Madison this week, and then they have River Valley in Week 10. They can beat both of those teams. <laughs> they legit have a shot to finish 4-6, and six, sneak into maybe that number 16 spot in the region. Um, and that could be it. Could be quite a quite a wild ride for the Lexington there. Number six, I have the Plymouth Big Red at four and four. They got crushed by by Crestview this week, uh, so they're one and three in the Firelands Conference. Kind of disappointing, uh, given what they expected to to do coming in. Still four and four. Um, they're this week. They're they're looking for an opponent. They they had to drop New London because New London went to eight man football. So they're trying to figure out someone to play this week before they finish up with uh, South Central in Week Ten couple wins there i think they can uh, possibly get in the playoffs too number five i have the shelby whippets man that was that was a tough one on friday night i want to talk a little bit more uh, about this this game shelby lost 51 to 14 to west holmes last week um and that you know the score does kind of come to a shock uh nothing went right for them they had five turnovers four interceptions um but when you really look at this it was against west holmes so west holmes is a great team division three the game really meant absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, maybe playoff points, uh, but I think Shelby's still going to get in the playoffs. It didn't kick him out of the playoffs, didn't knock him out of a league title race, didn't really do much of anything. If anything, it, it may have shown Shelby exactly what they have to do to beat good teams. West Holmes dropped, they only re- they only rushed three guys all night, basically. Dropped everybody else out in coverage. Force the quarterback to throw into into some tight windows and and they jump some passes. So maybe they can. Maybe Shelby needs to adjust on on that level there. Um, you know, could be could be a blessing in disguise for Shelby in in that game. They 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 lost. They they figured out why they lost and uh, can kind of go in and fix things. So that'll be a that'll be a a really fun kind of game to look back on and see what Shelby kind of did to to adjust after that one. Number four, I have the Clear Fork Colts at two and six. Colts came out with a 28-19 victory over Pleasant last week. It was kind of a weird game. They had a big weather delay in the middle of it, so um, 
you know, kind of ruined the, the flow of the game a little bit, but they still came out with a win. Cliffworks two losses this year against state-ranked teams in Granville and Bellevue, so those are kind of two quality losses if you believe in those kind of things. Um, the Colts, uh, I, I think they're one of the best teams in this area, honestly. Two and six right now, they're going to get in the playoffs, I think. Um, but, but they have a really big game here this week against Marion Harding. Um, and and the one thing that the Colts cannot do is get caught looking ahead, especially against a team like Marion Harding who can play with anybody, who can blow out anybody, but also can lose to anybody. So uh, they got to take care of business here on their home field uh, this week. If they can, they, they give themselves a perfect opportunity next week to play for a, a league championship at Shelby. So... Um, you know, when you want week 10 to be meaningful, you got to take care of week nine first. And I think the Colts will do that. Number three, I have the Lucas Cubs, uh, man, the week eight story of the Lucas Cubs is just kind of a shame. Uh, they had their game against Hilltop canceled. Not, not sure exactly why Hilltop called them and said, Hey, we're not playing. Um, so they went to work trying to figure out a game to play, um, contacted a boatload of teams to play, and none of them would uh, would agree. They wouldn't sign a contract. So uh, the Cubs just end up taking a week off uh, last week, which is, you know, it, it, it sucks for the kids because you always want to have, you always want to give them an opportunity to play a game where they only have a certain amount of number of games they play in their high school career. So um, tough, tough to kind of adjust to that and take that in, but it could be a blessing in disguise. Because the, the Cubs are injured uh, right now. They're, they're battling an injury bug. They have three key injuries on the offensive side. So I, hopefully they use this week to get healthy. Uh, they have two big games coming up. Yeah, Fort Laramie this week at home and then on the road at Mogador in Week 10 before they turn into the playoffs. So uh, hopefully this week it will be a little bit of a turning point as far as getting healthy, getting prepared for the second half of the season. Uh, I think the Cubs will do just that. Number two, I have the Mansfield Senior Tigers who made the jump way up in the in the rankings here after they they completely dominated Worcester forty four to sixteen, and just took it to the Generals. Man, it was an impressive second half. Jonte O'Brien returned one of his two interceptions for a touchdown. The 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 Mansfield Senior defense, man, I, we harp on it all. We've harped on it all year long. And they've they've lived up to the hype and even more. I mean, they're they're just playing so good right now, uh, creating turnovers and and everything else. So I, got, I had to put the Tigers up there too. I mean, they're they're playing so good right now that uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them jump up to number one uh, this week. They have a they have a pretty pretty good game. Uh, they have a pretty good schedule the rest of the way. They travel to Mount Vernon, who's very beatable. Um, then they host Madison in Week 10. I think uh, after this week they could clinch a playoff spot very easily. Um, I think they're number three in their region right now. So if they win these next two games, they could possibly jump up to two um, and have host to, you know the host of first two playoff games at least. Maybe set up that regional championship game with West Holmes that we all really want to see again. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun there. Number one, I have the Crestview Cougars, eight and zero. They're the only undefeated team left in in Richland County. Um, Cougars just absolutely took it to Plymouth last week, forty three to eight, and just kind of dominated that rivalry from from start to finish. Connor Morris was incredible on the ground yet again, um, but. You know, they, they took care of business this week because they wanted this week nine against uh, undefeated St. Paul here. So the finalist conference title is on the line this week. 
St. Paul comes into Crestview. Uh, a win there will will clinch at least a share of the league crown. But man, this is going to be such a great, great football game. They kept it on on Saturday. The original scheduled on Saturday because they were going to play it in Ashland, but the turf got done in time. So they're going to keep it on Saturday because they had the, already had the officials lined up. And why not? It's going to be the only game in town. Ohio State isn't playing. So that, that stadium better be completely packed to the gills uh, Saturday night for this Marlins Conference showdown. We'll see if, if Crestview wins that game. I, it's going to be hard to not make them the Richland County Power Pole champs, man. It's going to be a really good game. So uh, I hope you guys all enjoy this Friday night. We've had some great weather throughout this entire season. I think it's going to continue, and uh, we should have a lot of fun here in the last two weeks of the regular season and head into the playoffs. So we'll see you guys out there and enjoy. Welcome back to... Energy Field, thank you to Mr. Jake Furr for his Ritson County Power Pole Rundown. We are about 13 minutes from tonight's kickoff between the T.Y. Tigers and the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets. Senior night here and at Yellow Jackets Stadium. A player to watch out for. I was talking to the senior high coaches for Mount Vernon. Our impact player for tonight will be number 44, Johnny Askew. The sophomore. Apparently, he not only is he a pretty solid running back, he can also uh, pass catch, and uh, he, they run him in the slot a lot. So it should be fun to watch that matchup tonight. So keep an eye out on number 44 for the Yellow Jackets. We'll go ahead, take another break. When we come back, I will break down week nine matchups around the area and talk a little Joe Idle playoff talk for you. You're listening to Tiger Football on the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Welcome back to the pregame show on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's look at some of the Week 9 matchups in our area this evening. The Shelby Whippets looking to bounce back against the River Valley Vikings. That was a tough loss for uh, Shelby last week, 51-14, losing to West Holmes at Shelby. River Valley lost to Marion Harding last week, so both of these teams in an MOAC showdown should be a fun one. River Valley has been a, kind of a roller coaster ride this year, and um, they've lost three games, but I'll tell you what, River Valley, they're pretty tough, and I think Shelby might have a battle on their hands this evening. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that game for you. Um, elsewhere, Norwalk travels to Clyde. West Holmes is at Ashland. We will also be scoreboard watching for you for that game because, folks, this is a big game. If Ashland, who is playing at home against West Holmes, if they are able to upset the Knights and the Tigers are able to take care of business this evening against the Yellow Jackets, then the T.Y. Tigers will be tied with West Holmes for first place in the OCC. So that has huge implications. Pleasant travels to Ontario. It's the Warriors' uh, final home game of the season. The Lexington Minutemen are in a tough spot right now, looking at Joe Idle as they travel to Madison tonight. The Lexington Minutemen are currently 20th uh, via Joe Idle, Division Three, Region 10. So Lexington has to win out their final two games against the Madison Rams on the road, and then they finish their season, regular season, Next week at home against River Valley. So Lexington needing two wins in a row to get into the playoffs. It's desperation mode. They had a a tough loss last week. They were up, I believe it was either 10 or 11 to the Ashland Arrows and ended up blowing that game. And they lost with about 20 seconds to go. I talked to Corey Durbin from fearofthevillage.com, our sister station. He was devastated. That was a heartbreaker. Elsewhere, Marion Harding uh, will travel down to the Valley, take on the Colts. Folks, that is a trap game for the Clear Fork Colts. Let's hope, if you're a Clear Fork fan, that they're not overlooking the presidents to next week's game with the Shelby Whippets, which a lot are deeming to be the MOAC title game. But, however, both of these teams, I think, Shelby and Clear Fork in trap games this evening. 
as I mentioned before, Shelby playing River Valley, Clear Fork playing Marion Harding. Bucyrus travels to Colonel Crawford. That could be ugly. A running clock game, in my opinion. Winford is at Cary. That might be another running clock game. Cary has just been tearing through everyone in the N10 this year. If that if this gives you any indication, folks, Cary beat Colonel Crawford 35-17, the only loss Colonel Crawford has had on the year. Sandusky is at Bellevue. Fort Laramie travels to Bob Winefield to take on the Lucas Cubbies, who were off last week, their game getting postponed due to COVID. So the Cubs have had a bye week to kind of rest up, and they'll be ready to go tonight as they take on Fort Laramie, the Redskins. Galleon hosting a tough matchup as well. I'm a Central Catholic comes to town, the Thunderbirds and the Tigers. It's going to be a tough one, and speaking of tough ones, the Worcester Generals head on up to Paul Brown Stadium to take on the Maslin Tigers. Tiger fans actually rooting for Worcester in this one. If Worcester were able to make the huge upset this evening, that would just completely boost things for the Tigers and Computer Points and Joe Idol. Before we let you go and take a break, let's look at Joe Idol for the Tigers Division Three Region 10. This is as of this evening, Friday night. Again, uh, after the games, uh, they will shift. So, uh, you know, depending on what happens this evening. Number one uh, this week is Norton. They're 8-0. Number two, West Holmes, 8-0. And then you have number three, Parma, Padua, Franciscan, currently at 7-1. And And then the Tigers come in at fourth at Joe Idle rankings. Mansfield Sr. is at 6-2. And And right behind them at number five, Medina Buckeye at 6-2. Then you have River River Valley, River, I can't talk, Rocky River, who is sixth at 5-3. Tiffin Columbian coming in, in in the seventh spot, four and four. And then Parma Heights, Holy Name, is eighth at three and four. Ninth, Bay Village, four and three. And then Caledonia River Valley in tenth at five and three. Some of the other notables from our area. Ashland is currently in the last spot at 16. So if the playoffs were to start today, the Arrows would be on the road playing Norton, but again, they don't. So that's just kind of a little fun theory. West Holmes would be hosting Lodi Cloverleaf, and the T.Y. Tigers would be hosting Sylvania Southview, kind of a rematch of last year. If you remember, they came to Ireland Field, and the Tigers won in a tight defensive battle 7-3. But things should shake up tonight, especially if Lexington, if they can win their last two games, they have a shot. Again, they're 20th. Uh, the Madison Rams all the way at the bottom. They're tied for dead last 26. They have not been mathematically eliminated yet, which is kind of amazing. But if they were able to defeat Lexington and Mansfield Sr., I guess they still have a shot to get the 16 seed. But the poor Madison Rams. It's been a miserable year for Coach Stepka and uh, the folks over at Esley Lane. It's still uh, been a tough year. Isaac Brooks, their star player, he was hurt and missed half the season. He is back. We'll see him next week. But we'll find out what happens next week for the Battle of Mansfield. But for tonight's game, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll have more on the pregame show. You're listening to GoTigers.com. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium for week number nine of the high school football season. You've been listening to the BP Electric pregame show on GoTigers.com. The TY Tigers have now ran onto the field on the far sideline. We're on the home side tonight. And the Tigers, dressed uh, in their uniforms, brought to you by AMG in their traditional road whites with the orange numbers. I can't talk tonight. Uh, orange helmet with the tiger paw on the side and the stripe down the middle of the helmet. And then the Cleveland Browns pants with the brown stripes on each leg. And then for the uh, – actually, we're still awaiting Mount Vernon. I believe they're in black tonight, so we'll wait on them. But uh, – we're about 145 away from kickoff, hopefully, but again, Mount Vernon has yet to take the field, so we'll see if we can get an on-time kickoff. The temperature is 72 degrees tonight. Looking at uh, this matchup uh, th- this matchup over the past few years, I mentioned earlier on our pregame show, last year was 17-7 to Tigers. In 2019, the Tigers won this matchup here in Mount Vernon, 34-14. 2018, it was Tigers 33-14 at Arlen Field. And then in 27, uh, 2017, 44 to 17 Tigers over the Yellow Jackets. And let's see here: one, two, three, four, five, six. What was that? They're 13 and 10 overall senior high. Yep, 13 and 10 overall. 1936 was the last time that uh, the Yellow Jackets defeated. The T.Y. Tigers, and it was 14-6 to here in Mount Vernon. So I think uh, John Davis was uh, just uh, starting to drive a car by that time, right? I just started my, my career in statistics. Okay, there you go. <laughs> He's been covering the team that long. Here come the Yellow Jackets. They're in their uh, black uniforms, white helmets with an M on the side of the helmet, black pants, white uh, numbers, and uh, they're running on to the middle of the field. So we're just moments away from... The start of tonight's game, we'll take one more break, and then I promise we'll have kickoff between the Yellow Jackets and the Tigers. Don't go anywhere, folks. I'm Nick Michaels. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Yellow Jacket Stadium Energy Field, to be exact, here on a very suspect uh, weather night for football. We're hoping to get this game in without any weather delays. And to be honest with you, folks, it is pitch black in the sky right now, so let's just hope that 
Mother Nature uh, holds up so we can have this game and fit it in. Both teams are on the field now. Tigers uh, won the toss. They deferred to the second half, so Putt's going to kick things off. And he squibs it middle of the field. Live ball, loose ball. A Tiger rushes in there inside of the 40, but it looks like, see who got it here. We'll wait for the call, and the Yellow Jackets do fall on it. So that could have been a disastrous start for Mount Vernon. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Two and six for Coach Kerr and the Yellow Jackets. Looking to upset and spoil the playoff because uh, the Tigers, with a win, will officially lock themselves in with a playoff spot. Here we go. They have uh, pistol formation, first and ten. Jackets going deep. Near sideline, it's tipped. Great coverage by Jayante O'Brien. It was intended for number two, Dylan Dowell, the senior. His pass was incomplete, so it's second and ten. So Joel Hubbard's pass incomplete on first and ten. They're going for the home run ball there. Don't blame him. Go aggressive when you're playing a very good defense here. What do you have to lose? So they have no one on the far sideline. They're going to spread out four to the right, and they're going to have a back in motion who's going to go for a screen pass and drops it on the near sideline incomplete. It would have been complete to number 32 for the Yellow Jackets, Evan Owens. Third and ten coming up. And now this is what the Tiger defense likes. Third and long. We'll see. What Coach Adams and the defense does here, I imagine they're going to bring the heat. 11.41 to play, first quarter, no score. First opening drive for the Yellow Jackets. Tigers will receive the ball to start the second half. Empty backfield, two receivers on the far, one on the near now, back in motion. He'll hand it off, tries to turn the corner, but two Tigers are there. Leo Hess is there for the initial contact, brings him down for a no gain, fourth and 10. Actually, they're gonna give him one yard according to the sticks. And now they're adjusting and it is two. So two yard run off the handoff for Owens, Evan Owens. Regardless, it's fourth and eight. Tigers defense gets off the field and they'll force a punt. Number 16 will punt Ethan Temple. 18, excuse me, uh, Lane Kuhlman. Back to receive for the Tigers. Amar Davis and Miles Bradley. Under 11 minutes to play, first quarter, still no score. Here's the snap, low snap off the punt. Kuhlman gets it off, and it's a high one. Bounces inside of the 40. Not much of a roll, and one of the Jackets are going to touch it right before it got to the 35-yard line. So I think they're going to spot it around the 36. So first and 10. T.Y. Tigers coming off that impressive 44-16 win at Worcester last week. They will spot it at the 36 for Brock Hill in the offense. Pistol formation, Ricky Mills is the running back. First and 10, two, two receivers on top of each other on the near, two on the far. Elias Owens is in the front on the near side. 
Here we go. First and ten off the pistol. They're going to go screen play here to Amar. Made a man miss. Juke moves past the 37 up to about the 40 for a short gain on first down. So it's going to be about a four-yard gain, second and six. Hill looks back at the senior high sideline. Mills is still the back in the pistol formation. Again, same with the wide receivers, two and two. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Running up the middle. Has room to run. And running past several Yellow Jackets. Has the first down, and he is across midfield into Yellow Jacket territory. They're going to mark it down at the Mount Vernon 49-yard line. 11-yard run by Ricky Mills. And I talked to Ricky on the field before the game, and he said he is hungry. He's ready to eat tonight. Ricky has really come on strong at running back and on defense as linebacker, but he has really proven to be a, an asset on both sides of the ball. Here we go. First and ten. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper. Hill has room to run. He checks. He cuts back out towards the near side, and he's going to run on the on the far side hash marks, and he has enough for a first down. He's going to run inside of the 40 down to about the 38-yard line of Mount Vernon. Gain of 11 again for the Tigers. So two plays, 22 yards, running the football. First and 10, Tigers have it. Ball spotted at the 38-yard line of Mount Vernon. Hill, pistol formation. Mills is still the back. Two receivers on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Ricky spins, and he's going to plow his way for another solid gain on first down inside of the 35, down to about the 33-yard line. Five-yard gain for Mr. Mills. Got to love this if you're a Tiger fan. Pounding the rock early. This could be a game later on, too, where they're going to have to run the football if the weather does pick up. Pistol formation. Three receivers spread out on the near now, one on the far. Amar Davis is the man on the far side. Avion's in on the slot, along with Miles. Here's the snap. Pitches it to the far side to Mills. 35, he's to the 30. And he's going to be brought down just shy of the sideline on the far side. Does have another Tiger first down. He's going to be brought down at the 31-yard line. There's 26, apologies. Gain of seven on the run by Ricky Mills. Ball at the 26. First and 10 Tigers. They're on the move again. Running the ball well on their opening drive. 8-19 eight, 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 and counting, first quarter. Here's the snap, hands it off, Ricky Mills. He's running with it inside of the 20, inside of the 15, fumble. He did drop it, and Mount Vernon falls on it, and they get the ball back. So a turnover in the red zone for the Tigers on their opening drive. They'll have to play defense. Number 58 on the recovery. I do believe we have 58 somewhere. One of the rosters they gave me had 58's name on it. Mine does not, but. So he did have the recovery for the Yellow Jackets. First and 10 Jackets. Hubbard back in at quarterback. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, running forward for a very short gain, if any. Askew, the ball carrier, he was our impact player in the pregame show to watch out for. Coaching staff for senior high said, watch out for 44. He's talented. One-yard gain, it's second and nine coming up. Ball spotted at the Yellow Jacket 13-yard line. 
Empty backfield. Now Askew's in motion, and that might be a legal procedure. Uh, let's see what they call here. Penalty markers down. No, it's offsides on the Tigers. 7.27 to play. First quarter, no score. You're just joining us. The Tigers turning the ball over deep into Mount Vernon territory, so now the Jackets have the ball, and they're trying to move it. And they do a little bit off the offside penalty, so it's going to make it a second and manageable. Move the ball up to the... 18-yard line, second and five. Hubbard out of the shotgun. One receiver on the far, two on the near. Here's a snap. He's under pressure, rolls to the right side, and he's going to be brought down. Lala Owens on the stop. and Loss of one on the play. He tried to get some room there to roll to the right side and maybe pass it or try to take off, but Lala Owen sniffed that play out on the near side and came right in and brought him down. Waist-high tackle. What a couple of games Lala Owens has had for this Tiger defense. Ashland and Worcester, huge interceptions in both, one, in both of them. <clears throat> so here we go, third and five. Here's the snap. And it's a quarterback keep. That's Hubbard. He has room to run. He's across the 25, and I believe he has a first down, and he does. Eight-yard gain, first and 10, Mount Vernon. I believe that's their first, first down of the ball game. Six ten and counting, first quarter, still no score. First and 10 at the 25-yard line of Mount Vernon. Jackets, here's a snap. Hubbard back to pass, throws. Middle of the field, it's intercepted. Amar Davis, he has room to run. He's to the 30, 25, to the 20, to the 10, and pushed out of bounds on the far sideline, deep into Yellow Jacket territory, inside of the five. Looks like about the four is the initial spot, maybe even the five. Let's see where they officially spot it. One ref is on the five, one's on the four. Regardless, how about that? The Tiger defense making a play again. Intercepting the quarterback, Joel Hubbard, the junior. 16th interception on the year for this defense. First and goal, Tigers. They'll spot it at the five. Power formation, Hill under center. Here's the snap. Bot snap on the, uh, and it's a fumble here. See if the Tigers get it back. Now, Vernon's saying they have it, but we'll wait for the officials. So it looks like the center did fall on it for the Tigers. So they catch a break as they fumbled on their last drive. So they'll move it back to the six-yard line. It's second and goal. Again, power formation. I believe Mills is the back. Here's the, No, it's Petty. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Makes a – what a move there. Petty running with the ball. And he is close to the goal line. He's going to be brought down around one. What a hurdle move there, jumping over two players to extend it all the way down to about the one. So it's third and goal at the one. Here's the snap. And quarterback keep up the middle for T.Y. Tiger touchdown. 
Brock Hill makes it 6-0. Mansfield Senior, 4.49 to play, first quarter. They went quick there. He was under center. And went behind a blocker. Got into the end zone. Sean Putt on to attempt the PAT. Duke Grease to hold. Oh, a yellow jacket uh, jumping off sides here. And it will be on the jacket. So we'll see if Coach Bradley goes for two. And immediately, Sean Putt running off the field. This has been something Jokey Bradley is really trying to get a lot of practice in going for two this year. I believe this is the third or fourth time he's done this where a defensive penalty has led to a two-point conversion attempt. Three for three this year on two-point attempts. Knock on wood. Better not jinx that. So Brock Hill on to attempt the two-point conversion. Power formation. They'll spot it at the two. He's under center. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Jameer Petty running forward, but I don't think he got in, and he didn't. Just inside of the one. So the two-point conversion fails, keeping the score at Mansfield Senior 6. And Mount Vernon 0, 4.49 to play first quarter. We'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at vsbnradio.com. This is Miles Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field. Nick Michaels on the call for Mansfield Senior at Mount Vernon. Tigers off the interception by Amar Davis, setting up first and goal from the five-yard line. Tigers able to punch it, punching it in with a one-yard touchdown run by Brock Hill. Two-point conversion failed, 6-0, T.Y. 27 points off their last four turnovers for the Tigers. Incredible. I'll tell you what, folks. Playoffs are coming, and this defense is getting better every week, I think. They're aging like fine wine. Here we go. Sean Putt on to kick off. And it's a solid line drive kick, and it does fall out of bounds on the far sideline. Was in the middle of the field, but it kind of took a corkscrew cork screw roll towards the far sideline, if I can talk tonight. First and ten, Jackets. See if uh, what happens, how Joel Hubbard can respond, the junior quarterback for Mount Vernon. We will keep you updated throughout the night on West Holmes and Ashland. We do have Aiden Chandler at the game tonight. No score in that one so far. So when someone scores, I'll let you know. Tigers rooting for Ashland tonight. There's something you thought I'd never say, huh? First and 10, Jackets. Empty backfield for Hubbard. Now Askew's in motion from right to left. Here's the snap. Yeah, quarterback keep. He's going to throw it at the last second to avoid the sack. Overthrows his man incomplete. Miles Bradley was on coverage. The intended receiver for the Jackets. I'm waiting for him to turn here. I believe that was number 10, Jesse Foster. It is. 
Good pressure there by the Tigers on first down. Two Tigers were there to greet the quarterback. He was able to get the ball off at the last second. Four forty-four to play, first quarter, six to zero, Mansfield Senior. Second and ten. Here's the snap. Hands it off to number thirty-two. The running back has room to run. Spins and breaks a tackle. Does not get the first down, but he's across the 40, and they're going to bring him down around the 43-yard line. Eight-yard gain, third and two coming up for the Yellow Jackets. That was Evan Owens on the carry. Amar Davis on the stop for the Tigers. Third and two. Four minutes to play first quarter. Tigers lead 6-0. Hubbard out of the gun. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Owens. Owens has a little room to run, and looks like he's going to be short. He dove towards the 45. The near side judge is saying fourth down, and now the far agrees with him. So it's going to be fourth and one at the 44-yard line. We'll see what Coach Kerr decides to do here. Well, you're two and six, but you also don't want to turn the ball over here in your own territory. So this is a tough one. You're down 6-0, though. So I think he's wanting to take a gamble. They're lined up to go for it. Fourth and one, 44, hard count, no jump yet. Looks back at the sideline, see if he calls a timeout or if they really do snap it. He's staring at the coaching staff. Fourth and one, another hard count, no bite. And timeout, Mount Vernon. So Tigers call Mount Vernon's bluff. The Jackets take a timeout. We'll take a break as well. Three minutes to play, first quarter, 6-0 to zero, Mansfield Senior. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field. Fourth and one still, and still Mount Vernon lined up off the timeout to go for it. Ball at the 44-yard line of Mount Vernon. The Jackets, Hubbard out of the gun. Askew's on his left hip. Here's the snap. He's going to keep it, and Lolo Owens is there to greet him and bring him down for a loss, turnover on downs. Lala Owens on the loss of two. The kid is on fire right now. He is really stepping up for Coach Bradley. Unbelievable. Love watching this sophomore play. So much young talent that really growing up this season. When you're playing with Avion Gross every week and Miles Bradley and you know, even Amar Davis, you know, that's a good sign to help him develop quickly. First and ten, Tigers. They have the ball at the 42-yard line of Mount Vernon. Pistol formation. Jameer Petty is the back behind Hill. Three receivers spread out on the far side. One on the near. Man on the near is Amar. Avion Gross is in the slot on the far. 
Here's the snap on first and 10. Hands it off to Jameer. And he's going to run up the middle, and he has nowhere to run. No gain. <clears throat> Second and 10 coming up for the Tigers. Same formation, one on the near, three on the far. Pistol formation. Here's the snap. Hill back to pass. Thought about going deep. Rolls to the right side. Has time to throw. Throws it far sideline. It's caught by Miles Bradley. Pushed out of bounds on the far side. Close to a first down. See if they give it to him. And they do. First and 10. They're going to spot it at the 32-yard line of Mount Vernon. That's a 10-yard reception for Miles Bradley. He had a huge touchdown reception in the first quarter against the Generals last week. Tigers, 6-0, approaching two minutes to play first quarter. They have the ball again. Off a turnover on downs. They're six points off of turnovers already. Lamar Davis with a pick earlier. Here we go, first and ten, screen pass, Hill. He's going to go to Avion, who's going to be pushed out of bounds on this far sideline for a short gain. Gets to about the 30-yard line. So a short gain of two, second and eight. Pistol formation, three on the near, one on the far. Jameer Petty is still the back. Here's the snap. Pitches it over to Petty. Tries to turn the corner on the far side. He does. 30-25. Penalty marker is down. Brought down around the 21-22 yard line. But check the flag here. Could be a holding. And it is blocking the back on the Tigers. One oh four to play first quarter. Tigers six. Mount Vernon zero. They'll spot it all the way back at the Mount Vernon forty-two yard line. Second and twenty off the ten yard holding penalty. Pistol formation. Bunch receivers, two on the near, and looks like just one on the far. And it looks like it's Petty as the back behind Hill. Second and 20. Hill takes his time. Miles spreads into the slot now on the near. Here's the snap. Quarterback keep. Hill has room to run. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Tigers. Did he get in? Yes, touchdown. Rock Hill. Making plays with his feet. Dual threat quarterback. Just like that, folks. Mansfield 12. Mount Vernon zero, 53 seconds to play in the first quarter. Go for two again. Yep. Tigers will go for two. Off the touchdown run by Brock Hill. Had room to run on the far sideline and great blocking up front too by the wide receivers. Here's the snap. 
Hill's going to throw it. Middle of the end zone, incomplete. There was some contact, no call, and it was intended for Makai Bradley. Breaking up the pass was Dylan Dowell, the senior. So the two-point conversion is no good. 53 seconds to play first quarter, 12-0. Mansfield Senior over Mount Vernon. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 12-0 Mansfield Sr. leading Mount Vernon off the 42-yard touchdown run by Brock Hill on the far side. Great blocking up front. Amar Davis, one of the lead blockers. Just like that, T.Y. with a two-possession lead. Hill, or excuse me, putt on to kickoff. And pooches it on the far side, and it's rolling out of bounds. See if there was contact. I don't see a penalty flag, so it looks like a jacket was able to touch it before it went out of bounds. So it's going to be first and 10 across the 30 at the, we'll see where they spot that, 31-yard line. 29-yard kickoff for Sean Putt. So, quarterback Joel Hubbard, Joel Hubbard has an interception tonight. And then last time the Jackets had the ball, turnover on downs. They went for it, fourth and one on their own 44. Here's a snap. Ask you a motion from right to left. Hands it off to Owens. Owens going up the middle, but very little room to run. And Makai Bradley on the stop. No gain. Second and ten. It was Lala Owens, though, on fourth and one with the huge hit. The loss of two. Tackle to force the turnover on downs on the last possession. 26 seconds and counting. First quarter. Tigers 12-0. Hubbard out of the shotgun. Back is Owens on his right hip. No, none on the far, three on the near. Here's the snap. Throws it on the near sideline. It is caught around the 36-yard line. 36-yard line. That is number two, Dylan Dowell. Gain of six. Third and four coming up. We'll take a break because it is the end of the first quarter with the score. Mansfield Senior 12, Mount Vernon 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Welcome back to Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium. Start of the second quarter between Mount Vernon and Mansfield Senior. Tigers lead 12-0. Scoring plays real quick in that first quarter. Brock Hill, a one-yard touchdown run off the Amar Davis interception. Made it first and goal at the five-yard line. That was 6-0. Tigers 4.49 to play first quarter. And then most recently, 53 seconds to play. 42-yard touchdown run. Brock Hill made it 12-0. Third and four, or excuse me, third and five is what they're calling, and a false start penalty to start things off, and that's a killer for the Yellow Jackets. Makes it third and long. There is a weather delay in the Ashland-West-Holmes game, so still no score. Keep you updated. So it is going to be third and nine. They're going to spot the ball at the Yellow Jacket 32-yard line. Hubbard out of the shotgun. Owens on his right hip. One receiver on the near, one on the far, or two on the far, excuse me. Here's the snap, back to pass. Hubbard going deep, far sideline, miscommunication, overthrows his man incomplete. Dylan Dowell, the intended receiver. Keontes Bradley was on coverage. So it's going to be fourth and nine, and Mount Vernon will punt the football. Fourth and nine at the 32-yard line. Yellow Jackets punting. Lane Coleman to punt, the junior. They take their time. High snap. Gets the punt off. It's a high one. It doesn't go very far. Tiger coaching staff, they want the ball spotted around midfield. And, wow, that didn't go far at all. At all. 48-yard line, 16 yards. Wow, 16 yards. What game was that where they had, like, seven yards on a punt? Was that Norwalk earlier in the year, John? So I've seen worse, believe it or not. First and 10, they'll spot the ball at the Mount Vernon 48-yard line. So great field position for the Tigers. Brock Hill in the offense, last time they had the ball, 42-yard touchdown run for Brock. 12-0 Tigers, 11.46 to play second quarter. Hill looks back at the Tigers sideline. They're waiting for to set the chains here. Chain gain a little delayed. <laughs> First and ten, Hill out of the pistol. Looks like Ricky is behind him. <clears throat> One on the far, three on the near. Ball at the jacket, 48-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky, running up the middle, using his power to get it past one tackle, still on his feet, pushed towards the near or the far sideline. Brought down inbounds, though. He's going to muscle his way up to the 45-yard line. He had to work for all three of those yards. Gain of three, second and seven.
Pistol formation. Here's the snap. Second and seven. Hill back to pass. Now he's going to scramble. He's going to run with it. He's across the 45. Short gain around the far sideline. Brought down inbounds. He's going to set up third and short. Third and four. So about a three-yard gain on that one. Ball at the 42-yard line. Pistol formation, three on the near side, one on the far. Mills is the running back behind Brock Hill. Third and four. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Ricky has room to run across the 40. 35 has the first down and more all the way down to about the 31-yard line. Huge run, and now they're going to spot it at the 30, so it's a 12-yard run for Ricky Mills. First and 10, pistol formation again, Mills behind Brock. Three on the near. Avion's in the slot on the near. Amar's on the far side. First and 10 from the 30 of Mount Vernon. Tigers on the move, here's the snap. Hill back to pass, going deep, far sideline, and incomplete. Believe that was intended for Amar Davis, and it was a little overthrown and out of the side of the end zone. So. That's a tough one. It's second and 10 coming up. Second and 10. Pistol formation for Hill. Jacket showing blitz. They'll hand it off to Ricky. Ricky has the football and just barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. Might have actually lost a yard, and he does. Third and 11 coming up. So the Yellow Jacket's able to plug the hole there and make it third and long. Pistol formation, third and 11. Amar Davis spread out on the far side. Avion, Miles, and Jayante on the near. Looks like Jameer Petty's into the game at running back behind Brock. Here's the snap. Hill's back to pass. Under pressure, rolls to the right side. He's going to run with it. He's inside of the 30. Made a man miss. 25 to the 20 to the 15. And he has the first down, and he's in the red zone for the Tigers. First and 10, T.Y. And they're going to spot it at the 14-yard line. So big third down run. Brock Hill making plays with his feet again tonight. Avion's in at uh, quarterback for the Wildcat. Petty's behind him. Mills on his right hip. One receiver on the near, one on the far. Here's a snap. He'll keep it. Avion has room to run. He's to the 10. Checks out to the far sideline, and Askew is there to bring him down for the Yellow Jackets. Down to about the 8-yard line. 
Johnny Askew on the stop. It's going to be second and five from the eight-yard line. Wildcat formation again. Lala is spread out on the far side. And a Tiger on the near with the two backs. Here's the snap. Avion's going to keep it. Now he's running towards the near side. Spins. Lost the tackler. And he's going to run into the end zone for a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. Avion Gross for the second week in the row out of the Wildcat. Scores a touchdown. Mansfield Senior 18, Mount Vernon 0, 7.45 to play in the first half. We're waiting to see what the Tigers do here. Decision time, and Brock Hill is still on the field. So it looks like the Tigers are going to go for it. Hills lined up, pistol formation. Two receivers on the far, two on the near. Ricky Mills is the back behind Brock. Now Chokey Bradley calls a timeout. 7.45 to play, second quarter. We'll keep it here. Ansel Senior just scoring. Avion Gross with the Wildcat touchdown run. Shelby 21, River Valley 0. That's in the second quarter. Again, if you're just joining us, West Holmes and Ashland is in a weather delay. No score in that game. So far, the weather is held up here, knock on wood. 72 degrees at kickoff, and it's still 72, actually. Tigers off the timeout. They're still lining up to go for it. Two receivers on the far, two on the near. The back is Ricky Mills in the pistol behind Brock Hill. Two-point conversion. Man in motion from left to right. Here's the snap. Back to pass under pressure. Rolls to the left and throws back in the end zone. Got it. Two-point conversion. La La Owens makes it Mansfield Senior 20. Mount Vernon 0, 7.43 to play in the second quarter. Let's look at some scores. We're going to keep it here. Scores in our area. This is courtesy of VSBNRadio.com. Bellevue 14, Sandusky 0. That's in the first. Clyde all over Norwalk in the second quarter, 21-0. Maslin 7, Worcester 0 in the first. No score in the Lexington-Madison game. Lucas 7, Fort Laramie 0. Centerburg 14, Northmore 0. For more scores, go to VSBNRadio.com. Here's a, here's a surprising score. Ontario 17, Pleasant 0. That's in the second quarter. That would be a huge upset for the Warriors. Tigers running onto the field to kick things off. Nick Michaels on the call here from Energy Field on a very breezy but yet dry so far evening in Mount Vernon.
Putt on to kickoff. Pooch kicks on the near side, and it's going to go out of bounds. It was touched by a Tiger, but penalty marker is down right when he kicked it. And it's on the Tigers, illegal procedure. Tiger band blaring in the background. You can hear them from the far side. And I have the Tiger. So far, Tigers got the juice definitely. They're up 20 to 0, 7.43 to play in the first half. And all three touchdowns tonight on a rushing touchdown for the Tigers. So you got to love that. And that is the season high, three rushing touchdowns. This time on the re-kick, Sean Putt, live ball, Tigers almost had it, and a Yellow Jacket picks it up. He has room to run, and I think he's gone. And the Jackets are going to get on the board. They tried like an onside kick on the far sideline. I believe Avion Gross almost had it, but it was picked up by number two, Dylan Dowell, and Mount Vernon is on the board. 7.36 to play in the first half. Makes it Mansfield 20, Mount Vernon 6. A nice job by Dylan Dowell to pick it up, and he was gone. Turned on the Jets. But again, though, Tigers trying that onside kick there and didn't pay off, came back to bite them. But the way that their offense is playing, that's a risk that Coach Bradley is willing to take. Christian Dean on to attempt the PAT for the Yellow Jackets. Snap, the hold's a high snap. And the quarterback, the holder I should say, excuse me, he's gonna keep it and he's gonna be brought down for a huge loss. Makai Bradley was one of the Tigers in on the stop along with Amar Davis. And Darson, the freshman. So the PAT is no good. 7.36 to play in the second quarter. Mansfield 20, Mount Vernon 6. You're listening to the Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. This is Miles Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. So the Yellow Jackets getting on the board off the kickoff, which Senior High trying to gamble there and did not work. As number two, Dylan Dow picks it up at midfield and ran it back for a Mount Vernon touchdown. 20 to 6, Mansfield Senior. They're going to get the ball back here. Yellow Jackets set to kick it off from the 40. Christian Dean to kick off. He pooches it on the near side. It's picked up by Miles. He's at the 30. 
Checks back in, spins, had tried to find some running room and couldn't. Two Yellow Jackets were there to bring him down inside of the 35-yard line of Mansfield Senior. First and 10, Tigers. Here comes Brock Hill and the Tiger offense. So far, they've been perfect. Well, outside of the fumble, obviously, on the opening drive. Offensively scoring three rushing touchdowns tonight. Here we go, first and 10 for the Tigers. Pistol formation. Ricky Mills is the running back behind Brock. One receiver on the near, three on the far. Here's the snap, and they'll dump it off to Ricky. Ricky spins, and he's going towards the near side, and he brought down inbounds right before the sideline. Four Jackets were there to greet him. And they're going to lose two yards back to the... Actually, only one yard, excuse me, back to the 33-yard line. Pistol again, three on the far, one on the near. Mills still the back. Second and 11, 6.50 to play and counting. Second quarter, Mansfield leads 20-6 over Mount Vernon. Jack is showing blitz to back off. Here's the snap, hands it off to Ricky. Ricky running forward, penalty marker is down for short gain. He's across the 35-yard line. So there's a personal foul face mask on number five for the Jackets, Zach Mullins. So they'll credit Ricky with the three and then add on the, what, 15 yards. So first and 10, that moves the ball all the way down into Yellow Jacket territory at the 49-yard line. So Hill out of the pistol, three on the far, one on the near. Petty is in it, running back. Here's the snap. Hill back to pass, rolls to the right side, under pressure now, cuts back towards the far side. See if he runs with it. He's still looking. He is going to run, tries to turn the corner, gets a modest gain, pushed out of bounds. No, he's brought down inbound, excuse me, on the far side. He ran a lot just to get a six-yard run. They're going to mark it inside of the 45-yard line to the 44. 6.05 and counting, second quarter. <laughs> Stay tuned for the RFME halftime report. Break down the first half, and Jake Furr will join us once again for his Richland County Power Pole rankings. Second and five from the 44. Hill out of the pistol again, one on the far, three on the near. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty has room to run. Checks back in. Penalty marker is down. Big run inside of the 35, inside of the 30, and brought down. But I think it's coming back. And number 51 for the Tigers upset, I believe. Yep. It is going to be holding on the Tigers. Jordan Lutons. 
Negates the big run by Jameer Petty on second down. Moves the ball back into Tiger territory, and they'll spot it at the Mansfield Senior 46-yard line. Second and 15 now. They have to get to the Mount Vernon 39. Empty backfield set for Brock Hill. Four receivers spread out on the far sideline, one on the near. <clears throat> Here's the snap. Hills back to pass. And he's under pressure. Rolls to the left, and he's going to be brought down for a big sack. Two Jackets were there to greet him, number 10 and number 58. Lost a 10 on the sack. Jesse Foster. And also on that one, I've got the other name somewhere here. Sorry. Uh, Foster. So Foster and Foster. Four thirty-eight and counting off the ten-yard loss. Now makes it third and twenty-four. Tigers empty backfield. Four on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws middle of the field off the fingertips of Amar Davis incomplete. He wouldn't have had the first down, but he would have been into Yellow Jacket tor- territory. Incomplete. Johnny Askew was there on coverage. It's fourth down. Tigers will punt the ball for the first time tonight. 4.17 to play until halftime. Johnny Askew back to receive the Tiger punt. Brock Hill on the punt. Ball's at the 37. And they'll punt it, and Hill gets it off. It's a high one, decent punt. Trying to get a Tiger roll, and not really. Just kind of dies and rolls backwards a yard. And the Tiger's there to jump on it around the 28-yard line. So first and 10, Mount Vernon coming up. Thirty-five yard punt for Brock Hill. Tiger fans, if you would like to watch the Tiger Band tonight, check out Mount Vernon's uh, band's Facebook page. That is Mount Vernon City Schools Band Music Department. Excuse me. I'll also share that on our Facebook page on VSBM Mansfield. So they'll have the live feed, so you can watch that and listen to our halftime report brought to you by RFME. Timeout, Mount Vernon. We'll take a break as well. 4.06 to play until halftime. Tigers lead 20-6. to You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
M-E. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Senior high punting the ball, giving it back to Mount Vernon. 4.06 to play until halftime. First and 10, Hubbard and the Yellow Jacket offense. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Askew, running with the ball. He's on the near sideline, turns the corner, gets a solid gain on first and 10. They're going to mark it just shy of the 35 at the 33-yard line. Five-yard run for Johnny Askew. Off the pitch from Joel Hubbard. Nick Michaels on the call. Thanks for joining us this evening from Energy Field in Mount Vernon, Ohio. Second and five from the 33. Here's the snap, hands it off. That's Owens, the halfback. Runs with it for a short gain running forward. Brought down just past the 35-yard line to about the 36. Sideline warning, bad spell. This is our first one. First sideline warning for the Tigers. <laughs> third, third and short, third and three to be exact from the 36-yard line. Hubbard. Shotgun formation, Owens on his right hip. Three receivers spread out on the far. Askew from right to left now. Here's the snap, hands it off to Owens, running up the middle. And short gain, and it looks like he has enough for a Mount Vernon first down, and he does. They're going to spot it around the 38-yard line. First and 10, Mount Vernon off the Owens run. Second first down of the game for Mount Vernon. Three minutes and counting until halftime. It's still Mansfield Senior 20, Mount Vernon 6. Mount Vernon, their lone score off the onside's attempt by the Tigers. And number two, Dylan Dow picked it up and ran it for a touchdown. First and 10, ball spotted at the 39-yard line of Mount Vernon. Shotgun formation, here's the snap. Fake handoff to Askew, throwing middle of the field. It's intercepted by the Tigers across midfield, 45 to the 40. And that is Keontes Bradley pushed out of bounds on the near sideline. Bradley wearing 26, 26 tonight instead of his normal 19. Just like that, the Tiger defense once again feasting their second interception on the evening. 17th on the season. So it's going to be first and 10 from the 41-yard line, Mansfield Senior. Another game-changing play by this defense. Brock Hill marches onto the field. And they have four receivers bunched up, two and two on top of each other on the far, one on the near. So five receivers set, empty backfield. First and 10. From the 41, here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure, Hill. He's running towards the near side, inside of the 40, and he's gonna be brought down around the 38-yard line for a short game on first down. 
Three-yard run for Brock, who has two touchdowns running the football tonight. Brock is the leading rusher with 73 yards on eight attempts. This young man continues to get better each and every week. Four receivers are spread out now on the far side. One on the near. Man on the near now is Miles Bradley. Empty backfield. Second and seven. Approaching 90 seconds to play in the first half. Here's the snap. Blitzing is Mount Vernon. Hill under pressure. He's going to dump it off middle of the field. It's caught. That's Avion. He comes back in now. He's going to check back out towards the far side. Has room to run. Has a first down and more. First and ten Tigers are going to spot it around the Mount Vernon 25-yard line. Now it's starting to rain here at Energy Field. Thirteen-yard gain off the reception to from Brock Hill to Avion Gross. Here come the umbrellas now here at Mount Vernon. One receiver on the near, four, or excuse me, one on the far, four on the near. Man on the far is Miles Bradley. Empty backfield. 57 seconds and counting now. First and 10 Tigers from the 25. Here's the snap. Hills back to pass. He's under pressure. Rolls to the left side and dodges another tackler, and he's going to take it for a short gain. And very short gain, if any. And actually, no gain. I thought he got to the 24, but they're not going to give him progression. Offense, number 74. So a block in the back call on the Tigers. So timeout Mansfield. Why we have a moment, I'd like to remind everyone, coming up at halftime, for you band fans, we are teaming up tonight with the Fantastic staff here, music department at Mount Vernon. So head to the Mount Vernon City Schools Music Department Facebook page to watch the Tiger Band and then also watch a pretty impressive Mount Vernon band that I got to see in the pregame. So I'll share the link on our Facebook page, but you can also go to their Facebook page and follow them as well. So if you'd like to watch the Tiger Band tonight, go to the Mount Vernon City Schools Music Department Facebook page. And I'll share that as soon as the link is live on our VSBN Mansfield page. So here we go. First and 10. Or sorry, first and 25. The scoreboard said first and 10 threw me off. First and 25. They're going to spot it at the 40-yard line. Pistol formation, Hill. A back behind and one on the far, three on the near. Here's the snap back to pass. Throws, middle of the field incomplete. Thrown at the feet of Miles Bradley. Second and 25, 36 seconds to play until halftime. Run the ball, Jacob. And Ashland uh, currently defeating West Holmes 7-0 end of the first quarter. Arrows lead West Holmes. Tigers. Rooting for Ashland to pull the huge upset tonight. If that were to happen and Tigers were able to win, there would be a tie atop the OCC standings. Tigers have to finish business here, though, tonight. Mount Vernon sticking around so far. 
36 seconds to play until halftime. And now the wind and the rain is picking up. And another timeout for the, is this the tight? Yep, that's their third and final timeout. 20-6. TY leads next week. We'll be on the air as we return home to the friendly confines of Arlen Field as the TY Tigers take on their fierce nemesis and rivals, the Madison Rams, who they lost to last year. So a little revenge game for Coach Bradley. And the Tigers will be on the air at 6.30 p.m. Tigers and Rams on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. I'm actually excited for that. Even though Madison's struggling this year, it's always a fun game to call. The Battle of Mansfield, whether you went to Mansfield, Madison, or I even went to Clear Fork, and I've always been interested in that game. Such a great rivalry. Last year really ha actually brought it back, too, with Madison winning. All right, here we go. Second and 25. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. No, it's a trick play. Going deep. Amar, far side. And it's a floater, and it's intercepted by the Yellow Jackets around the 31-yard line. So... A turnover for the Tiger offense. Yellow Jackets get it back. 28 seconds to play until halftime. <coughs> They're going to spot the ball 31-yard line. Here we go, first and 10. Jack is trying to get some points here. Shotgun formation, three, uh, four wide. Here's the snap, quarterback keep. That's Hubbard running with the ball up the middle. And a five yard gain, so it looks like they're just gonna run the clock out here to end the first half. West Holmes has just scored, so it's tied at seven with Ashland and West Holmes. And it looks like the Jackets are going to try to line up here. Five seconds to go. Here's the snap. Quarterback keep again. That's Hubbard running up the middle for a short gain, just shy of the 40 to about the 38. That's going to end the first half with the score. Mansfield Senior 20, Mount Vernon 6. Once again, folks, don't forget, as soon as we go to halftime here, head on over to the Mount Vernon City Schools Music Department Facebook page, and I'll share that in just a matter of moments as well. On our Facebook page, we will have the Tiger Band and the Mount Vernon Yellow Jacket Band. Should be a great halftime show. We'll go ahead and take a break. Coming up on the RFME Halftime Report, Jake Furr once again with his Richardson County Power Pool. And then we'll also have stats and scores from around the area. Listen to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. 
He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. What's up, VSBN listeners? This is Jake Fur with the Mansfield News Journal. Just wanted to run down the Richland County football power poll here real quick. We only got about three weeks left of this thing, um, and then we're going to crown a champion. So the, the race at the top is tight. So let's run down these teams real quick. Number nine, I have the Madison Rams. 0-6 uh, this year. Uh, they they had Mount Vernon on the ropes there for a while there in week week eight, and then kind of let it slip a little bit. Um, probably the second time they, they lost a game, they probably should have won. Um, but, you know, here we are at 0-6. Uh, it could have been the, the last chance the Rams had a had a chance of uh, winning a game here in uh, 2021. They host Lexington this week. Lex is playing really, really well. Um, and then they have Mansfield Senior in Week 10 in a rivalry game at Arlen Field. So uh, hopefully it's not a winless season coming for Madison, but um, that's, that's kind of the way things are shaking out here. Number eight, we have the Ontario Warriors at 2-6. and six. Uh, two, just two bobbled snaps. Uh, the Warriors are two bobbled snaps away from being three and six right now, um, or three and five, my bad. Um, and, and, you know, they, they fell to Galleon seven to six, uh, last week. They had, you know, they, they bobbled a snap on an extra point, which took, took that away, bobbled a snap on a field goal attempt. Um, so I mean, just kind of, uh, kind of bad, bad little karma there for the, for the Warriors, but the, the bright, Spot is that defense is really starting to play well. Um, 
and and that offense is is coming around. Uh, I think they're you know here in a couple years. I think that offense will be pretty pretty legit. But that defense is playing good here at the moment. They held Galleon to only seven points, uh, and the Tigers were one of the best scoring teams in the MOAC uh, this week. I think they can they have a chance to get win number three. Uh, Pleasant is a very, is a struggling team. They don't throw the ball particularly well. Uh, they, they run it a lot, which plays right into Ontario's defensive style. Um, they don't defend the pass very well, but they defend the run at an exceptional level. So we'll see if the Warriors can pick up win number three. Number seven is the Lexington Minutemen at two and six. Uh, Lex, second time this year they've they've given up a fourth quarter, maybe a second half lead. But uh, Friday night they lost to Ashland 36-34. Uh, gave up 13 points over the final two minutes of the game uh, to to drop that one. So very, very tough uh, couple games there when they lost to Clear Fork, obviously, and then to uh, Ashland last week. Still, though, uh, Lexington's 20th in their region in the playoff picture right now, and they have two very winnable games left. They have to travel to Madison this week, and then they have River Valley in Week 10. They could beat both of those teams. <laughs> they legit have a shot to finish 4-6, and six. Sneak into maybe that number sixteen spot in the region, um, and that could be it. Could be quite a quite a wild ride for the Lexington there. Number six, I have the Plymouth Big Red at four and four. They got crushed by by Crestview this week, uh, so they're one and three in the Finals Conference. Kind of disappointing, uh, given what they expected to to do coming in. Still four and four. Um, they're this week. They're they're looking for an opponent. They they had to drop New London because New London went to eight man football. So they're trying to figure out someone to play this week before they finish up with uh, South Central in week ten. Couple wins there. I think they can uh, possibly get in the playoffs too. Number five, I have the Shelby Whippets. Man, that was that was a tough one on Friday night. I want to talk a little bit more uh, about this this game. Shelby lost fifty one to fourteen to West Holmes last week. Um, and that, you know, the score does kind of come to a shock. Uh, nothing went right for them. They had five turnovers, four interceptions. Um, but when you really look at this, it was against West Holmes. So West Holmes is a great team, Division Three. The game really meant absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, maybe playoff points, uh, but I think Shelby's still going to get in the playoffs. It didn't kick them out of the playoffs. Didn't knock them out of a league title race. Didn't really do much of anything. If anything, it, it may have shown Shelby exactly what they have to do to beat good teams. West Holmes dropped. They only they only rushed three guys all night. Basically, dropped everybody else out in coverage, forced the quarterback to throw into into some tight windows, and and they jumped some passes. So maybe they can. Maybe Shelby needs to adjust on on that level there. Um, you know. Could be could be a blessing in disguise for Shelby in, in that game. They 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 lost. They they figured out why they lost and uh, can kind of go in and fix things. So that'll be a that'll be a, a really fun kind of game to look back on and see what Shelby kind of did to to adjust after that one. Number four, I had the Clear Fork Colts at two and six. Colts came out with a twenty-eight to nineteen victory over Pleasant last week. It was kind of a weird game. They had a big weather delay in the middle of it, so. Um, you know, kind of ruined the the flow of the game a little bit, but they still came out with a win. Cliffworks two losses this year against state ranked teams in Granville and Bellevue, so those are kind of two quality losses if you believe in those kind of things. Um, the Colts, uh, I, I think they're one of the best teams in this area. Honestly, two and six right now, they're going to get in the playoffs. I think, um, but but they have a really big game here this week against Marion Harding. Um, 
And and the one thing that the Colts cannot do is get caught looking ahead, especially against a team like Marion Harding, who can play with anybody, who can blow out anybody, but also can lose to anybody. So uh, they got to take care of business here on their home field uh, this week. If they can. They they give themselves a perfect opportunity next week to play for a, a league championship at Shelby. So um, you know when you want week ten to be meaningful, you got to take care of week nine first, and I think the Colts will do that. Number three, I have the Lucas Cubs. Uh, man, the week eight story of the Lucas Cubs is just kind of a shame. Uh, they had their game against Hilltop canceled. Not not sure exactly why Hilltop called them and said, hey, we're not playing. Um, so they went to work trying to figure out a game to play, um, contacted a boatload of teams to play, and none of them would, uh, would agree. They wouldn't sign a contract. So uh, the Cubs just ended up taking a week off uh, last week, which is... You know, it, it, it sucks for the kids because you always want to have, you always want to give them an opportunity to play a game where they only have a certain amount of number of games they they play in their high school career. So um, tough, tough to kind of adjust to that and take that in, but it could be a blessing in disguise because the, the Cubs are injured uh, right now. They're, they're battling an injury bug. They have three key injuries on the offensive side. So I, hopefully they use this week to get healthy. Uh, they have two big games coming up. Yeah, Fort Laramie this week at home and then on the road at Mogador in Week 10 before they turn into the playoffs. So uh, hopefully this week it will be a little bit of a turning point as far as getting healthy, getting prepared for the second half of the season. Uh, I think the Cubs will do just that. Number two, I have the Mansfield Senior Tigers who made the jump way up in the in the rankings here. after They, they completely dominated Worcester 44-16. Um, and just took it to the Generals, man. It was an impressive second half. Jonte O'Brien returned one of his two interceptions for a touchdown. The 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 Mansfield senior defense, man. I, we harp on it all. We've harped on it all year long, and they've they've lived up to the hype and even more. I mean, they're they're just playing so good right now, uh, creating turnovers and and everything else. So. I, got, I had to put the Tigers up there too. I mean, they're they're playing so good right now that uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them jump up to number one uh, this week. They have a they have a pretty pretty good game. Uh, they have a pretty good schedule the rest of the way. They travel to Mount Vernon, who's very beatable. Um, then they host Madison in Week Ten. I think uh, after this week, they could clinch a playoff spot very easily. Um, I think they're number three in their region right now. So if they win these next two games, they could possibly jump up to two. Um, and have host to you know the host of first two playoff games at least, maybe set up that regional championship game with West Holmes that we all really want to see again. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun there. Number one, I have the Crestview Cougars, not, eight and zero. They're the only undefeated team left in in Richland County. Um, Cougars just absolutely took it to Plymouth last week, forty three to eight, and just kind of dominated that rivalry from from start to finish. Connor Morris was incredible on the ground yet again um but you know they, they took care of business this week because they wanted this week nine against uh undefeated saint paul here so the finals conference title is on the line this week uh saint paul comes into crestview uh, a win there will will clinch at least a share of the league crown but man this is going to be such a great great football game they kept it on on saturday the original scheduled on saturday because they were going to play it in ashland but the turf got done in time so they're going to keep it on saturday because they had already had the officials lined up and why not it's going to be the only game in town ohio state isn't playing so that that stadium better be completely packed to the gills 
uh, Saturday night for this Marlins Conference showdown. We'll see if, if Crestview wins that game. I, it's going to be hard to not make them the Richland County Power Pole champs, man. It's going to be a really good game. So I've, I hope you guys all enjoy this Friday night. We've had some great weather throughout this entire season. I think it's going to continue, and uh, we should have a lot of fun here in the last two weeks of the regular season and head into the playoffs. So we'll see you guys out there and enjoy. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field. Nick Michaels on the call. We're about five minutes away from the start of the third quarter. Once again, thanks to Jake Furr for his power pole rankings and joining the broadcast like he does every week in the pregame. We decided to feature him in the halftime show as well. We're back here. Mansell Sr. leading Mount Vernon 20-6. Let's get into some stats courtesy of Mr. Ben May and Mr. John Davis. So plays, 29-20 in favor of Mansfield Sr. First downs, all Mansfield Sr., 11-2. But running the football, it's been another good night. Uh, Tigers trying to go. They're about six yards away from hitting the 150 mark on the ground for the fourth game in a row this season. 22-144 on the ground for the Tigers. 13 to 35 on the ground for the Yellow Jackets. Passing the football, the Tigers haven't had to pass the ball much this evening. 4 of 7 for Brock Hill, or excuse me, 4 of 6 for Brock Hill for 29 yards. Miles Bradley was 0 of 1. He had the lone interception. They tried like a trick play earlier on. So Brock has still been pretty perfect. 
Tonight, uh, 173 total yards to Mount Vernon's 41. Two turnovers apiece. Five penalties for the Tigers, two for Mount Vernon. Time of possession, 15-9, favoring the Tigers. The scoring plays real quick. 4.49 to play, first quarter. A one-yard touchdown run off the Amar Davis uh, interception, putting the ball at first and goal from the five, made it 6-0. Tigers, two-point conversion failed. Then 53 seconds to play in the first quarter. Rock Hill, 42-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion failed again, 12-0 TY after one. Second quarter, Avion Gross with a Wildcat eight-yard touchdown run. Uh, a touchdown run. And then uh, Lala Owens with a two-point conversion off the pass made it 20-0 TY with 7.45 to play in the second quarter. And then the next play off the kickoff, a onside kick gone wrong. Uh, Dylan Dowell picked the ball up for a 53-yard kickoff return, 7.36 to play. That was our last score, leading to our halftime score. Tigers 20, Yellow Jackets 6. Now let's look at some scores courtesy of VSPNRadio.com. The score you've all been waiting for. It was 7-0 Ashland, but now West Holmes has scored 14 unanswered points. West Holmes 14, Ashland 7, that's in the second quarter. Bellevue all over Sandusky, 26-0. Clyde 34, Norwalk 0. Lucas at the half leads Fort Laramie, 14-8. Carey 21-0 over Winford. Uh, do not have a Lexington-Madison score yet. Still looking for that one. And we're getting some conflicting reports from the Worcester-Maslin game. I just saw 31-0. Now it says 31-23, so let's hold off on that. I'm not going to officially write anything off on there until we get an official score there. 14-6, Centerberg uh, over Northmore. Shelby all over River Valley, 33-13 at the half. And Gallion getting trounced at home by Lima Central Catholic. Big surprise there, 28-7 Thunderbirds over the Tigers. This has got to be a shocker. Second quarter, Colonel Crawford 7, Bucyrus 0. That's stunning in my opinion. Marion Harding upsetting the Clearfort Colts 10-0 at the half. And I tell you what, folks, that's a... That's actually pretty big for the, the Tigers if Marion Harding were able to defeat the Clearfort Colts and upset Dave Carroll and company because that's good computer points for the TY Tigers this evening. And then some of the final scores coming in. 17-7, Ontario leads Pleasant at the half. All right, we're going to go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we'll have the start of the second half between the TY Tigers and the Yellow Jackets. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Miller Eric RFME can trace its beginnings back to 1872 and as a group their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium. We're about less than three minutes away from the kickoff between the Tigers and the Jackets in the second half. Nick Michaels on the call. Thanks for joining us this evening. So far, we had a little rain in the second quarter, but it is kind of uh, leveled off now and looks like we have good conditions to play football. <clears throat> so the Tigers did win the toss. They deferred to the second half. Let's take one more break, and then I promise we'll have the Second half action for you with Tigers and Yellow Jackets. Tigers receive the kickoff coming up next. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels back on the call for... Mount Vernon and Mansfield Senior, and they're jamming out here playing the Go-Go's. <laughs> the football team going nuts, cheerleaders going nuts. Crowds into it as once again the rain has stopped here, but it's still pretty windy. For the most part, we've been fortunate with the weather, though, knock on wood. We're still waiting, so that's why we're kind of in a holding period. Once again, next week I'll be on the air from Arlen Field as the Battle of Mansfield takes place in week number 10 of the high school football season. The Madison Rams come to town. The T.Y. Tigers looking for a revenge as last year 
They defeated the Tigers in Madison in a shocking upset to end the season. And I know Coach Bradley told me early on this season, the Ashland game and the Madison games were the two games circled on his schedule. So I know the players are excited to play Madison. Even though Madison is down, it's still a great rivalry. If anything, last year's game added to it and brought it back. So we'll see. 6.30 p.m. I'll be on pregame coverage for you with kickoff at 7. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. So Dean kicks it off, little pooch kick, Tigers pick it up. He's across the 30 and dives just shy of the 35-yard line, first and 10, Mansfield Senior. First and 10, Mansfield, they're going to spot it at the 33-yard line. Rock Hill in the offense on the field. Pistol formation. Three receivers spread out on the far side, one on the near. The back behind Brock Hill on first and ten is Ricky Mills. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mills running forward. He's across the 35 and dives around the 37-yard line. Four-yard run for Ricky. Once again in that first half, Mansell Senior doing a lot of damage on the ground, 144 yards rushing, and they only throw they only threw the ball, excuse me, seven times. So huge role reversal from the first four weeks of the season. Maybe the Tigers have found their identity running the football, and the offensive line has played very, very well the last month as well. So that helps. Here's the snap. Hill's going to run with it. He's across the 40, across the 45, has the first down and more, all the way close to midfield. First and 10, T.Y. We apologize for the technical difficulties. We got the issue fixed, and we're back. Nick Michaels on the call. 11-yard run, Brock Hill, huge play there, extends the drive. First and 10 from the... Mansfield, 48-yard line. Pistol formation again. One receiver on the far side. That's Miles. And then Avion, Amar, and Giante O'Brien on the near. The back behind him, I believe, is still Ricky. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Ricky running with it across midfield. Across the 45. Stumbles and dives close to the marker. Did not get there, but he is across the 45, and they're going to mark it around the 44-yard line of Mount Vernon. So a nine-yard run. Uh, eight yards now, they're calling it. Second and two. Hill looks back at the sideline. Same formation as the last play. One on the far, three on the near. Mills the back behind him. Here's the snap. Keeper up the middle, has room to run. Dodge the tackler running across the 40, across the 35, has the first down and goes farther deeper into Mount Vernon territory to about the 34-yard line. Ten-yard run for Brock Hill. Once again, the leading rusher for this team this evening. 84 yards now on the ground. 
They're going quick here, lining up, but then he stalls, looks back at the coaching staff. One receiver on the far, it's Miles, three on the near, and Ricky, once again, is the running back behind Brock. Here's the snap, hands it off to Ricky, runs forward across the 30-yard line, pushes the pile inside to about the 27-yard line. Johnny Askew on the stop. It's about a seven-yard run for Ricky as he was running on the far hash marks. Pistol formation again, same set. Mills still the back. Looks back at the coaching staff. Second and three from the 26. Here's the snap. And, and no, it's a quarterback key. Brock Hill has the first down running on the far side. Spins, dives inside of the 20-yard line, and the Tigers are in the red zone. Eight-yard gain, first and ten Tigers. They line up quickly. First and ten, one on the far, and three receivers spread out on the near. Ricky the back. Tigers chewing some clock here. 8.29 and counting. Mansfield Senior, they're driving. They're up 20-6. to six. Here's the snap. Brock hands it off to Ricky and has nowhere to run. Two Jackets are there to greet him immediately, one of them being number 76, Joe Reddick. Loss of two on the play, second and 12. Lucas now leads Fort Laramie 21 to eight in the third quarter. Pistol formation again, second and 12 from the 21. Hill with Mills, the back behind him. Avion's lined up in the slot on the near side. Snap, back to pass, throws, middle of the field, it's caught. Inside of the 10, pushing defenders and using his muscles all the way down to about the five yard line. Avion Gross on the reception. Big play there for the Tigers to extend this drive first and goal from the five yard line. Three receivers spread out on the far, one on the near, pistol formation, first and goal from the five yard line. <clears throat> 7.07 and counting, third quarter. Tigers lead 20 to six. Mills is still the back. Here's the snap. Quarterback keep, that's Brock. He runs towards the far side hash marks, dives, did not get in. Does get inside of the five to about the two-yard line. Second and goal from the two. Power formation now, Hill under center. Here's the snap, but snap, fumble. Tigers fall on a Hill jumps on top of that one. Salvages that. Loss of two, back to the five. Third and goal from the five yard line. We'll see if they toss it into the end zone here. I know they've had success running the football tonight, but uh, when in doubt, old reliable throw it into the 
end zone with one of your trusty wide receivers. As I keep mentioning, arguably the best wide receiving core in the area. I know a lot of people say Shelby. After what happened to Shelby last week, I'm not going to agree with that statement. I think it's Mansfield Sr. Power formation, third and goal from the five. Hill under center, three backs behind him. Here's a snap, back to pass. Dumps it off to Ricky, he's to the five, spins, and two jackets are there to bring him down at the five-yard line. No gain, and that was brought down by Dylan Dowell. So you're up 20-6 to six on the road. Coach Bradley looks like he's going to send in the field goal unit. Sean Putt runs onto the field. Duke Reese will hold to attempt a 22-yard field goal. Ball spot at the five. Once again, Duke to hold. 5.09 and counting, third quarter. 22-yarder. Snap the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. Down the middle, Mansfield Sr. getting points on the board. 4.55 to play in the third quarter. They used up a lot of clock on that drive. 23-6, Mansfield over Mount Vernon. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field. Nick Michaels. Mansell Sr. scoring on a drive. How long was that drive, John? Twelve plays, seven minutes, five seconds off the clock. Gotta love that. With the Tigers leading 23-6 over Mount Vernon. Putts kick. It's a line drive in the middle of the field. Picked up by Askew. He runs from east to west. He turns the corner on the far sideline. Has room to run. Made another man miss. He's still going across the 40, across the 30, and finally brought down deep into Tiger territory about the 27-yard line. Forty-eight yard return by the Jackets and Johnny Askew. First and ten from the senior high twenty-seven. It's been a while since we've seen Joel Hubbard, the quarterback for the Jackets, on the field. The lone touchdown for Mount Vernon tonight was a special teams play, a fifty-three yard kickoff return by number tw- number two, Dylan Dowell. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back. That's Owens, runs up the middle. He's across the 27 for a short gain there. I think he got up to about the 26. Three-yard gain, I believe. 
Makai Bradley on the stop. Second and seven, ball to 26. Hubbard out of the gun, back on his left and behind him. Here's the snap, hands it off to the tailback behind him. That is Johnny Askew who tries to run towards the far side of the hash marks and he's actually gonna get no gain on that one. All that effort for nothing. Miles Bradley on the stop. 349 and counting, third quarter. Mansfield leads 23 to six. Third and seven. Big third down for the Tiger defense. Here's the snap. Hubbard rolls to the left side under pressure. He's going to be sacked way back around the 37. Marquise Trochet on the sack. He had one last week as well, and huge play for the Tiger defense. They'll spot it back at the 32-yard line of Mansfield Sr. Six yards on the sack for Marquise Trochet. I almost messed it up, and I saved it. I keep calling him. I keep wanting to call him Troche. I don't know why. Troche. <laughs> 252 and counting. It's fourth and 13. Ball back at the 32-yard line of Mansfield. Jack is lined up to go for it. They're down 23-6, to six and they're 2-6 and six on the air. Why not? Shotgun formation. Here's the snap. Hubbard back to pass, going deep. Near sideline into the end zone. Wide open, Askew. And he overthrows his man. Askew tried to make a diving effort, incomplete. Turnover on downs. Mansfield Sr. gets the ball back. Had he hit his man, it would have been a 32-yard touchdown pass. And they're really rocking it here tonight with the 80s music. Little Huey Lewis on the chains of possession. Once again, if you're just joining us, welcome Nick Michaels on the call. Tune in next week for the Battle of Mansfield. Tigers looking for revenge over the Madison Rams. Pre-game coverage from Arlen Field at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. First and 10 for the Tiger offense. Pistol formation. Last time they had the ball, it was a seven-minute drive, 12 plays. Got a field goal, 22-yard field goal by Sean Putt. Two receivers stacked up on the far sideline, two on the near. Here's the snap, back to pass. Hill looks, fires near side, incomplete. It was intended for Amar Davis on coverage for the Jackets, number 58. Two twenty-five to play, twenty-three to six. Mansfield Senior has the ball on their own. Thirty-two. Second and ten off the incompletion. Hill pistol formation. Three receivers on the far spread out. One on the near. The man on the near is Miles Bradley. Jameer Petty is the back behind Brock. Here's the snap. Second and ten. Hands it off to Petty, and he's brought down immediately. Big play there by the Yellow Jackets. Number 10, Jesse Foster. Loss of two on the play. Third and 12. 
Nice job by Foster to run past the offensive line there to find the hole and delivered on the loss of two. So it's third and 12 from the 30. Hill looks back at the sideline. Three receivers on the, or excuse me, four on the, on the far side. One on the near empty backfield. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Hill avoids one tackler. Throws. It's caught. Avion makes a play and extends it and stretches his body over the first down marker all the way up to about the 46-yard line. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. 16 yards on the third down play to extend the drive. What a nice job by Avion Gross using his athleticism, twisting and turning to get the first down and more. Three receivers now on the far side. Ricky Mills runs onto the field. And running back, he's going to be behind Brock. Miles is still the lone receiver on the near side. Tigers still chewing clock, approaching the one-minute mark of the third quarter. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mills. Runs up the middle. Has room to run across midfield. Across the 45. Spins and dives around the 40-yard line. About a, what, 14-yard run for Ricky Mills there. Another first down for Mansfield Sr., and again, they continue to eat up the rushing yardage tonight. First time this year, over 200 yards rushing. First time this year, a new season high for the Tigers, 203 yards. Coach Bradley will be very pleased to hear that. At the end of tonight's game, I'll select BP Electric Player of the Game and have that player interview for you on our social media outlets. Stay tuned for that. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Ricky has another big run here across the 35, across the 30, dives, and he's brought down around the 26-yard line. Another 14-yard run by Ricky Mills. Brock Hills had a great game, but so is Ricky Mills. He's about to cross the century mark. 99 yards for Ricky. And that might be, is that going to be the final play? We'll see here of the third. <laughs> and that will be the final play of the third quarter. Tigers are driving. They have the ball down inside of the 30-yard line of Mount Vernon with the score after three. Mansfield Senior 23, Mount Vernon 6. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Mount Vernon High School Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium. Start of the fourth quarter. Senior high running the ball well again tonight. New season high, over 200 yards on the ground, and more now keeps accumulating tonight. Ricky Mills and Brock Hill killing the Yellow Jackets defense. And now the senior high time of possession has been key tonight. 24 minutes to 11, doubling the Yellow Jackets. They had the ball 19 minutes over the last two quarters. Domination tonight 
on both sides of the ball. The score doesn't really uh, reflect that, but I'm telling you what, folks, just watching this game in person, there's no doubt that the Tigers had this in control. They're just eating up the clock. Great play calling tonight by Coach Adams on defense and Coach Owens on offense. Here's a snap, first and 10 from the 26. Handed off to Mills. Ricky's gonna dive inside of the 25 to about the 24 for a short game. Second and eight, upholding. Hill looks back at the line. Three receivers on the far side spread out, one on the near. The back behind him is Mills. Here's the snap, second and eight. Hill keeps it, runs up the middle, has room to run inside of the 20, dives around the 15-yard line, and he is close to a first down. And they signal it. First and 10, Mansell Sr. Big run there for Brock Hill. The yardage continuing. To stack up, 114 on the ground for Brock now. Over 228 for the Tigers overall. And this is the same team that won a game with negative 41 yards rushing earlier this season. Boy, oh boy, have they really progressed. Avion in at uh, quarterback for the Wildcat. Here's the snap. And hands it off. And that's Avion, or sorry, I'm sorry, it was a keeper on the Wildcat. Avion running towards the near side, inside of the 10, dives, and he is brought down on the near side around the six-yard line. Second and one off the nine-yard game by Avion Gross. They're going to stick with the Wildcat. Avion does have a touchdown. Ten minutes and counting now. Fourth quarter, here's the snap, Avion running near side, dives, and he is close. He's about to the two-yard line. He does pick up the first down, so first and goal from the two-yard line, Mansfield Sr. Halftime score, West Holmes 14, Ashland 7. Tigers are still scoreboard watching in that game, so I'll keep you posted for as long as we are on the air. Check out vspnradio.com for that final score later on this evening. Power, power eye, three backs behind Hill. Hill under center, and fumble on the snap again. And it's fumbled through the end zone, recovered by the Yellow Jackets, a touchback. So the, another turnover for the Tigers. Yellow Jackets get it back. They've really struggled tonight in the power eye under center with the snap. Three times with that same formation. Nine thirty-five to play in the ball game. Mansfield Senior leads twenty-three to six. Tigers just fumbled into the end zone, and it is a touchback. It's going to be first and ten from the twenty. Mount Vernon. First and 10 for Hubbard. Owens, the back on his left hip. Here's his nap, hands it off to Owens. Penalty marker is down. He's across the 20 and dives around the 23-yard line. Check the penalty marker. Sorry, signal. 
It looks like he's going to be holding. So push back Mount Vernon. See where they spot this one inside of the 10 to about the nine yard line. First and 21 is going to be the call here off the holding call. First and 21, here's the snap, hands it off. No, it's a quarterback keep, Hubbard. He should have handed it off because Owens would have had a solid game, but instead Hubbard keeps it, runs for a loss of five. Lala Owens on the stop. They're going to pin him back inside of the five at the four-yard line. So a huge loss on first down for Mount Vernon. Here's the snap, Hubbard throws it on the near side, incomplete, and again overthrows his man. That was Dylan Dowell, incomplete. Third and forever coming up. Third and 26, 8.48 to play in the ball game. Mansfield Senior leads 23 to 6. Here's the snap. And running with the ball is Johnny Askew running towards the near side on the hash mark for a short gain up to about the, what, eight yard line? It is fourth and 23 is what the scoreboard reads. Yep, Christian. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, it is number 18, Lane Kuhlman. On to punt for Mount Vernon. Back to receive the punt is Miles Bradley, and I believe that's Amar. Here's the snap, and it is a very bad punt. Goes out of bounds on the near side, waiting for the spot. It was not far. Tigers are going to have fantastic field position. First and 10 at the 31. Yeah, and I do think that was a good spot uh, for Mount Vernon. They got a really nice spot, actually. I thought it was close to about the 27, 28 maybe. But first and 10 Tigers, they have the ball on the Mount Vernon 31-yard line. Coming up at the conclusion of tonight's game, I'll select the BP Electric Player of the Game, have an interview for you on our social media outlets at VSBM Radio, VSBM Radio um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Avion's in in the Wildcat, first and 10 from the 31. Two backs behind him. Here's the snap. Runs towards the far side. Tries to turn the corner, and he's tripped up for a loss on the play on the far side of the field. Loss of two. Loss of two. 
Second and 12. 7.45 to play in the ballgame. We have an injured yellow jacket on the play. We'll keep it here. So he'll walk it off. Number 10. Jesse Foster. Second and 12, Mansfield Senior. Wildcat formation, Avion again with the hard cat. No, no hard count, no, no bite. <laughs> hard cat. Uh, uh, Avion looks back at the sideline, a lot of confusion here, and Mansell Sr. takes a break. We'll take a break as well. 7-11 to play in the ballgame. Mansell Sr. 23. Mount Vernon 6, you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Energy Field at Yellow Jacket Stadium. Lucas now leads Fort Laramie 24-8, and Marion Harding is up on Clear Fork 10-8. A lot of people thought that Clear Fork-Harding game would be a shootout. Well, they were very disappointed this evening. It's turned into a defensive war down in the valley. Back here in Mount Vernon, 7-11 to play. Tigers lead 23-6. They have the ball at the Mount Vernon 33-yard line. Second and 12 coming up. Hill's back in at quarterback. Pistol formation, two on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. It's going to go far side to a screen. Avion missed one tackler, and he dives. He's across the 30. See where they spot that. 29-yard line. Four-yard gain. Third and eight. Seven oh two to play in the fourth quarter. Pistol formation again. Two on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Hill fires far sideline. And got it. See who that was. Avion on the reception. He is close. It's going to be fourth and less than one. They'll spot it at the 22-yard line, 23-yard line. Tigers are lining up to go for it at the moment. Pistol again, two on the near, two on the far. Mills behind them at running back. Hill under center, lined up to sneak it, and he does. And it's close, and I think he got it. Dives to about the 21. And he does, first and 10, Mansfield Sr. And again, the clock continues to roll. 6.20 and counting now. 
First and 10, Mansfield. Hill looks back at the sideline. Mills is the back behind him. Same formation. Two on the near stacked on top of each other. Two on the far stacked. High snap. Hands it off to Mills. Goes up the middle. Not too much room to run. Two-yard run down to about the 19-yard line. Mullins on the stop for the Jackets. Second and nine. Well, second and eight, actually. Hill, three receivers on the near, spread out, one on the far. Miles is on the far side. Mills is the back behind him. Mansfield leads 23 to six, five minutes to play in the ball game. Trying to close this one out. Be nice if they could get some points to finish it. Style points, if you will. Here's a snap, hands it off to Ricky. Ricky's across the 15, spins on the far side and dives to about the 13-yard line. Johnny Askew on the stop. You know, I'm amazed. Outside of some rain right there at the end of the second and at halftime, it has been pretty dry here tonight, and Mother Nature has held up pretty nice. Third and three, ball spotted at the 13. Hill out of the shotgun. Mills is behind him. One receiver on the far side, three on the near. Clock continues the roll. We're approaching four minutes. Here's the snap, third and three, back to pass. Throws, it's tipped incomplete on the far side. One of the jacket linemen were able to get their hands up and Deflect that pass. Fourth and three. See if Sean Putt run, runs onto the field, and he does. So the ball spotted at the 13-yard line. 30-yarder coming up. Attempt. Sean Putt already hitting a field goal earlier in this half, 22-yard field goal. Duke Reese to hold, 4-0-4 to play. Hard count from Reese. Here's the snap. Kick is up, and it is good. A 30-yard field goal by Sean Putt. Makes the Tigers score back up to 20. Mansell Senior 26, Mount Vernon 6. Four minutes to play in the ballgame. You're listening to Tiger football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. This is Miles Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Mansfield Senior leads Mount Vernon 26-6 now. Now the Tigers have scored in every quarter of this game. 12 points in the first, 8 in the second, 3 in the third, and now 3 in the fourth. Sean Putt, 22-yarder in the third quarter, and a 30-yarder 30, a 30 in the fourth. 
And then another long drive there by the Tigers, chewing up some clock. On the ground. with the bad punt, so that's pretty good from where they started the drive, what, the 32-yard line, so that's nice. Over 300 total yards tonight, John Putt's kick. It's a live ball, sails past the 20, picked up around the 12. Askew's running with it, 25-30 to the 40, and brought down around the 41-yard line. Had room to run and stumbled. 29-yard return. Their worst kickoff return of the evening, and that has been the saving grace for Mount Vernon tonight has been their special teams. Uh, returning, I should say. Punting, not so much. They were averaging 50 and a half yards of kickoff return. 2.48 on the ground tonight for Mansfield Senior, season high. I believe before that was 185. 3.51 to play in the ball game. See here, Hubbard out of the shotgun. Here's the snap, hands it off to Owens, runs up the middle. Malachi Mays greets him immediately for a short, very short gain. Two-yard gain up to the 43-yard line. At this point, just trying to get out of this game without any injuries. Up 20 on the road. The Madison Rams await next week. At last report, Lexington was up 36-0 on Madison. Here's the snap, hands it off to Owens, running towards the near side, and again, two Tigers are there to greet him almost immediately for a one-yard short gain to the 44. Leo Hess on the stop for the Tigers. Three minutes to play and counting. Mansfield leads 26-6 over Mount Vernon. Jack is just trying to get some garbage time points at this point, I believe. They have not been able to throw the ball tonight at all. One and nine. Yikes for Hubbard. Here's the snap. As they say that, he throws it near side, and that's his second completion of the ball game at midfield, complete to Dylan Dowell. So again, the Nick Michaels curse is uh, in full effect. They'll spot the ball back at the 49 of Mount Vernon. Fourth and two is the call on the short pass reception. Did not get, he had to get to the 49 of Mansfield. So fourth and two, hard count, Tigers jumped. So they will gift the Jackets a first down off the offside call. 2.06 to play on the clock. Here's the snap. Hands it off, uh, and running with it is Johnny Askew. He's across the 45, down to the 44-yard line of Mansfield Senior for a short two-yard gain on the near side. 134 and counting. Miles Bradley on the stop. Now this time, I think Mount Vernon's just helping him out, chewing up some clock. They're taking their time. You would never guess that they're down 20. 
They'll spread out two on the on the far side, one on the near. Back on his left tip is Hubbard. Here's the snap, hands it off to Owens. Owens running up the middle. Short gain, dives around the 40-yard line. We're approaching one minute and counting. Once again at, in our post-game show, brought to you by the life support team, we will select the BP Electric player of the game. Have the interview for you on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, VSPN Radio. Here's the snap. And fake handoff, passing back to pass. He's under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. That is Malachi Mays. He had a big game last week in Worcester, now an eight-yard sack all the way back at the Mansfield 40, where is that, the 48-yard line. Under 30 seconds now. Fourth down, fourth and 12. See... Looks like this could be the final play here. Fourth and 12, lining up. We're approaching 12 seconds. Shotgun formation. Here's the snap. Hubbard back to pass, under pressure again. Tigers blitzing him, and they'll bring him down to end the ball game. Lala Owens with the sack, ends the game. The Tigers defense once again, pitching a shutout tonight. That one touchdown for Mount Vernon was on special teams, just like the uh, Marion Harding game. So final score of tonight's game, the T.Y. Tigers improved to 7-2 on the year, 4-1 in the OCC. Mount Vernon drops to 2-7 and 1-4 and and in the OCC. We'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have our BP Electric Player of the Game on the Life Support Team postgame show. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Senior defeats the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets on senior night here at Energy Field at Yellow Jackets Stadium. 26-6, Mansfield Senior, they improved to 7-2. Mount Vernon drops to 2-7. It uh, was a... A good game for the Tigers in the sense that uh, they had they accumulated their season high rushing, 248 yards on the ground on 43 attempts. Also a season high on attempts. They had 40 before that against Ashland, and they held. Listen to this rushing. They held Mount Vernon to 24 yards defensively and 35 yards total for Mount Vernon. It was a rough night for Joel Hubbard passing the football. He was two of ten for 11 yards and two interceptions. For the Tigers, Brock Hill didn't have to throw much. 9 of 13, 71 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He did most of his damage on the ground tonight. 14 carries, 116 yards for Brock. My main man, Ricky Mills, 17 rushes, 108 yards. So when you have two Tigers rushing the ball over 100 yards, that's a good sign, man, especially how far this team has come. Once again, they won a game earlier this year, negative 41 yards rushing, so... Huge improvement. Offensive line playing so much better than they did earlier on this season. And uh, once again, Tigers prevail here. The final numbers officially plays 57-34. to Mansell Sr., 21-4 to in first down mark. Uh, rushing, I mentioned earlier, 43 carries, 248 on the ground for Tigers. 24 uh, rushes, 24 yards. Averaging one yard per carry tonight for the Yellow Jackets. I don't know if I've ever seen that, especially in a high school game. 19 of 14 completion for the Tigers for 71 yards and one interception, no passing touchdowns. For the Yellow Jackets, they were 2 of 10 for 11 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Total yards, 319 for the Tigers, 35 for Mount Vernon. Three turnovers for the Tigers, two for the Yellow Jackets. Defense was outstanding again, pitching a shutout. Outside of that uh, special teams play, which doesn't count, Six uh, penalties for the Tigers, three for the Yellow Jackets. Time of possession, though. They doubled up the Yellow Jackets tonight. The Tigers did 31 minutes for Mansell Sr. And 16 and a half, or no, sorry, almost 17 for the Yellow Jackets. The scoring plays real quick. First half scoring, one-yard touchdown run in the first quarter for Brock, made it 6-0. to And then Brock again, 42-yard touchdown run in the first quarter with 53 seconds to play. 12-0 after one, Mansfield. Avion Gross, an eight-yard wildcat run for the touchdown with 7.45 to play, made it 20-0, Mansfield Sr. The next play, though, the 53-yard kickoff return on the botched onside kick attempt. Uh, it was Dylan Dow for the Yellow Jackets, 53 yards for the touchdown, made it 20-6, 7.36 to play until halftime. And then the Tigers... Kept uh, pounding the rock on the ground. 22-yard field goal in the third quarter. 4.55 to play. Made it 23-6. to 
26-6 off of the 30-yard field goal in the fourth quarter by Sean Putt, leading to our final score. Again, uh, I keep preaching about it, but uh, this offensive line, you have to give them a shout-out. Now it is absolutely pouring here in Mount Vernon. It's going to be a fun walk to the car, and for me, I have to go to the visitor stands. But uh, you know what? I'm a dedicated employee, so I'm here for you folks each and every week. We love covering the Tigers here on VSBNRadio.com. And uh, next week, we'll be heading on over to back home to Arlen Field for the Battle of Mansfield as the Madison Rams come to town. The winless Madison Rams, but still, after last year, the Tigers looking for revenge after Madison won at Esley Lane. So it is the Tigers' turn for some payback next week. Tune in at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Go Tigers.com. I'll be on the air 6.30 and then the kickoff at 7 p.m. It is senior night as well, so it should be a fun evening in downtown Mansfield. Before I take you off the air, let's look at some scores, courtesy of VSBNRadio.com. I'll try to get you the most updated score for West Holmes. Uh, last report, it was 14-7. to And I'm trying to find out. Aiden Chandler's at the game, so I'll kind of stall here reading some scores for you. Let's see here. 20, it is, uh, let's see. I am stumbling, but I'll get it eventually. So last report in the third quarter was West Holmes 14, Ashland 7. A halftime score is the last thing we have. Maslin and Worcester 31-0 in favor of the TI Tigers. Halftime score, Carey 29, Winford 7. Third quarter score, Columbian 32, Perkins 18. And just going final, Lucas defeats Fort Laramie 31-8. Clyde 41-14 over Norwalk, so the Flyers keep on flying. Shelby up huge at River Valley 47-13, Whippets over the Vikings. Ontario currently leads Pleasant in a tight game in the fourth quarter, 24-21 in the battle for the, the basement in the MOAC. Clear Fork 15-10 over Marion Harding. They have taken the lead. That's in the third quarter. As it's pouring here, we had to shut the windows. And uh, Colonel Crawford 28, Bucyrus 0. That's the third quarter. And our final score for you on the evening, vsbnradio.com, 35-7 in the fourth. Lima Central Catholic over Galleon. And still awaiting, and 14-7 is still the score in late in the third quarter for Ashland and West Holmes. So once again, go to vsbnradio.com for all your final scores this evening. We'll have updated standings as well. And also look out for Coach Bradley and our player of the game, BP Electric player of the game. You know, I gave it to him last week, but I'm going to go actually for the first time ever co-players of the game. I got to give it to Brock Hill and Ricky Mills because they both deserved it. Because running the football tonight, that was key. And in all honesty, that offensive line deserved it as well. But, uh, yeah, we'll break it up, and it's a rushing attack duo between Brock Hill and Ricky Mills had over 200 yards rushing combined tonight in the 26-6 win over the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets. Once again, next week we'll be at Arlen Field for Madison and Mansfield, the Battle of Mansfield, 6.30 p.m. coverage on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Thanks to Ben May and John Davis for stats and spotting this evening. 
And most importantly, thank you for listening. Final score, Mansfield Senior 26, Mount Vernon 6. The executive producer of VSPN Radio is Corey Durbin. Good night from Energy Field.